I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, what is it going to take for the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Arizona Cardinals? So the Arizona Cardinals are coming back to Arlington, Texas. And the Cowboys, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, the Cowboys have a major, and I mean an absolute major score to settle with the birds from the desert. Because what happened to us last year on Monday Night Football, right after Dak Prescott got hurt? The Cardinals were in town, and they obliterated us. We lost the Cardinals 38-10 to last year, and that's where the season completely fell apart. We had no defense, no offensive line, no quarterback, no nothing. No nothing. Zero, zilch, zet, not, whatever. The Cowboys need to even the score. The Dallas Cowboys are 11-4, and, and the Arizona Cardinals are 10-5. and five. And there was a time this season where the Arizona Cardinals were 7-0. and oh. Yeah, that's right, 7-0. And, oh. and since then, they have been 3-5. and five. And let's take a look at the Cardinals, these losses since then. We'll go through all of it. You know, every single one of these wins, 7-0. and oh. I believe the first loss was to the Green Bay Packers at home. They lost 24-21. Although they went on to recover to beat San Francisco. And then they would lose to they would lose to the Carolina Panthers at home 34-10. Before once again going on a two-game winning streak. Before losing at home to the Los Angeles Rams. But the loss to the Los Angeles Rams is what started a three-game losing streak. Because at the moment, the Arizona Cardinals are in fact on a three-game losing streak. While the Dallas Cowboys, on the other hand, have won a total of four straight games. As everybody knows, the Dallas Cowboys are coming off the thrashing of the Washington football team. I will admit, it was certainly fun to see. The Cowboys now have the NFC East clinched. Well, that means a playoff spot is clinched. And at the moment, the Cowboys are the number two seed in the NFL. In the NFC, excuse me. Although that tends to change because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Los Angeles Rams are hot as well. So the Cowboys have to keep winning if they're going to keep the number two seed. As far as the number one seed, I saw earlier the Cowboys have a... Realistically, a 26% chance of actually gaining the number one seed... But that's provided that the Green Bay Packers lose to the Minnesota Vikings this week or they somehow lose to the Detroit Lions in the final week. Well, I'm not sure who the Green Bay Packers played in their final week. Either it's the Detroit Lions or the Chicago Bears. I know it's either one of the two, but I'm not sure. But I know that this week the Green Bay Packers play the Minnesota Vikings at home. So if the Cowboys can take care of business and if the Minnesota Vikings can actually uh, pull off a damn uh, near miracle in Lambeau Field... The Cowboys ought to be in good shape. But realistically speaking, I don't see the Green Bay Packers uh, forfeiting a, a win the rest of the season. The, the Green Bay Packers may be the best team in the NFC. 
with the Cowboys the number two seed, it would be better if they keep the number two seed. But at the end of the day, it does very little difference because, like it's been said many times, and it's clearly obvious because everybody knows that only the number one seed gets the first round bye. And unfortunately, that only goes to Green Bay at the moment. So this Sunday in Arlington, the Cowboys now want to improve to five consecutive wins. You know, how, you know how interesting it was, is that the Cowboys, 4-0 in December. And as we know in history, the month of December is usually not a good month for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> not at all. I mean, it certainly wasn't kind of us last year. It certainly wasn't kind of us in 2019. In 2018, it was certainly a different story. But when the Cowboys have a good season, usually December tends to be a good or bad season. Excuse me, good or bad time. But in the case of this year... It seems that the month of December was actually, well, it was frustrating because even though the Cowboys would win these games, I mean, that that win against the first round against Washington and then solving problems against the New York Giants, I mean, one of the biggest things to remember from the game against Washington out of all the records and everything that happened was that Kellen Moore actually called a good game. The offense looked good. Dak Prescott looked great. Now, yes, it was against a horrible, jabroni, uh, fraudulent Washington football team that would be described by Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomaster, as repulsive, repugnant, disgraceful, and, of course, fraud, fraud, fraud. So, as you can see, I'm still paying tribute to Wiley, a.k.a. the Venomaster. And, and for those of you wondering, I have absolutely no idea when he's going to come back on the show. I really have no idea. But in my case, the show must go on with or without him. Sorry, y'all. I know, y'all mi- I know some of y'all miss him, but look, the show must move on. He and I have have brutal schedules, and we're both very busy guys. All right, so moving on. So as I mentioned, you know, before the Cardinals lost to the Detroit Lions, the Arizona Cardinals were actually undefeated on the road. Now, many are convinced that the Arizona Cardinals are certainly overrated. I honestly, I don't want to call them overrated. I mean, because a lot of people will say the same thing, same thing about the Dallas Cowboys because... Since losing on Thanksgiving, the Cowboys have beaten the New Orleans Saints. They've beaten the Washington football team twice, and they beat the New York Giants. All all horrible teams, okay? But the Cowboys could still have easily lost. I mean, the Cowboys could have definitely lost to the Washington football team in round one, especially with that when Prescott carelessly threw that pick six. I mean, anything could have happened. You know, the Cowboys' defense really has been doing a fantastic job in, the, job in these last four games, and... God willing, that happens again this Sunday, and God willing, that happens in the playoffs. You know, many are talking. You know, if the Cowboys' defense are are, if the Cowboys' defense is good enough to help the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl, uh, you know, in my case, I've said this already, but you know, if the Cowboys can make it to the NFC Championship, that will be considered a very good season. I mean, we we have to win. We have to make it past the divisional playoffs. That hasn't happened since 1996, and and that needs to that that, that drought needs to end. Most importantly, the Super Bowl drought needs to end. But I'm, I, as far as the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl this year, I want it to happen, but I just don't know. I I have the faith. I mean, even though a few weeks ago I did in fact say that the season was quote likely over, that I had no idea how I can have faith in the Cowboys moving forward. The Cowboys have been proving me wrong. I want them to keep proving me wrong. Right now, I really don't know how the rest of the season can pan out. It could go either way. So all I can do is do my job and sit back and then just tell it like it is. In other words, just simply do my job. But I know that the Cowboys are, are the Cowboys have have what it takes to have a respectable run. But all I can say is, hopefully, they actually get the job done because 
the Cowboys have had talent for the have always had the talent, but you know the coach it's been the coaching, you know the play calling, everything, the mentality. There's been a lot of things wrong with the Cowboys, but the talent was never really a problem. It was just like I said, winning mentality, you know, like like that, the coaching and everything. But you know, right right now the Cowboys have a great defensive coordinator in Dan Quinn. Mike McCarthy is doing a a decent job, although you know there, there's still the questionable. Uh, timeouts uh, handling and the clock management and things like that these questionable choices but Mike McCarthy is our guy right now and hopefully he's the guy that can actually win uh, that can actually bring the sixth title to the Dallas Cowboys or I should say he hopefully is the guy that can lead the Cowboys to the sixth title because for 10 years we were stuck with we were stuck with Jason Garrett and we didn't get anywhere you know if yes we have said this many times but Jason Garrett should have been fired after the 2013 season so unfortunately that didn't happen he wasn't we didn't, we didn't fire him until after, after, after 2019, so, yeah. All right. You know, speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, the, the Arizona Cardinals head coach, it's not the first time that he w- that he went from being a very, a, a very, having a very good team, like 7-0, to basically shitting the bed in the second half of the season. I mean, in Texas Tech, that actually happened many, many times. I'll never forget in 2013, you know, when Baker Mayfield was a freshman and um, an old friend of mine who was actually a high school classmate for a time, Davis Webb was also the quarterback there. You know, they started out 7-0 and that I think lost five straight. You know, when when Cliff Kingsbury took the, took the head coaching position with the Arizona Cardinals, you know, everybody was just really not for it, saying, you know, he's... He wasn't that great in college. What, ma- what makes it? You know, how can he be so good in uh, in the pros? I mean, in, in my case, uh, as, as far as Kling's, Cliff Kingsbury goes, I really have no comment. I mean, I'm not going to say he's a horrible coach. I mean, some some obviously consider him to be overrated and always always in over his head, but uh, I, I'm not like that, you know. ESPN actually uh, released a statement about this, about these, uh, d- about these late season slumps, because, like I said, in Cliff Kingsbury's case, that's happened many times throughout his career. You know, going back to his days in Lubbock, you know, coaching Texas Tech University. You see, right now, uh, if I'm correct, see, so far Kingsbury's in his third season with the Arizona Cardinals. I'm, his, I think his record. Is basically uh, through uh, according to ESPN, uh, according uh, from according to ESPN, Cliff Kingsbury has a record of fifteen and five and one in games one through seven. And that okay. However, for the rest of the season, his record is eight and eighteen. See, and I'm glad ESPN is bringing that up because th- this is actually the proof. This is the uh, the facts that I need to prove that you know Cliff Kingsbury, you know how, how the second half of the season was not not always too kind to him. I'm, and I'm going to bring this up because they have the they, they have they really have the evidence exactly what I'm looking for. And when he was at Texas Tech University through games one and seven, Cliff Kingsbury was 27 and 15. And then he was eight and 25 after that. So overall, Cliff Kingsbury is 42 and 20 and one in games one through seven, and 16 and 43 after in all of his nine seasons as a coach. And check this out. And, and, and again, you know, this is all according to ESPN.com. His teams had the had a worse record in the second half of the season than in the first. So check this out. 
In 2013, at one point, Texas Tech, in the, the, the first half of the season, games 1 through 7, they were 7 and 0. They finished 1 and 5. In, two, in 2014, he was 3 and 4, and then he finished 1 and 4. 2015, 5 and 2, finished 2 and 4. Okay? In 2018, he was 5 and 2, and then finished 0 and 5. All right? His first uh, year at Texas, uh, at, with Arizona, finished uh, the uh, first half of the season, games 1 through 7. Three and three and one, and then finished two and seven. In 2020, was five and two, then finished three and six. And like I said, this year seven and zero, and then so far he's three and five. He is 16 and 43 in the second half of the season. That at this point is a track record that is simply beyond unconvincing. But the Dallas Cowboys cannot utilize that as a sense that they're easily, they're, they're going to pick up an easy win against Arizona, because remind you, there is no such thing as an easy win. Okay, the Cowboys know that better than anybody. The Cowboys said the, the game against Denver would, would be an easy win. You saw what happened. You know, the Arizona Cardinals are on a three-game losing streak. Okay, they clinched the playoffs. Uh, uh, from what I saw, they, they did clinch the playoffs. It kind of looks like San, San Francisco might still be in the hunt. But as far as the NFC West goes, um, the NFC West title does belong to the Rams. Okay. But really, you know, the Cardinals starting out 7-0 and then, you know, just shitting the bed, going out 3-5, and five, you know. The Cowboys need to be ready for anything. I mean, dealing with Kyler Murray is, is already bad enough because Kyler Murray not only can pass the ball, he can run the ball effectively. He did that last year against the Cowboys. Cowboys. We saw how that went. So, you know, so, which will bring me to the keys to victories. But the bottom line is, this Sunday, the Cowboys have... A lot going on, a lot on their shoulder, and this is, this is another test before they close out the season against the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, but this Sunday, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, is a must-win for America's team. Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to take a quick break. Please do not go anywhere. Cowboys talk will be right back. And ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is back, and we are previewing this Sunday's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. And as I just got done going through a little bit of history as far as the resume of Coach uh, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, the Cowboys still cannot afford to take the Cardinals lightly. Because like I said, they took the Broncos lightly, and, and, and when, we saw, when we saw what happened, okay? You know, that game against the uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts, the Cardinals were just f fucking up and fucking up, you know. According to ESPN, you know, how they uh, describe it as, quote, self-inflicted mistakes, unquote. You know, obviously we saw those penalties, missed snaps, you know, Matt Prater missed, you know, several field goals. The Cardinals could not get anything going in the, in the red zone. It, there was no effect whatsoever, and... You know, this happened last year, and, you know, for the second straight season, the Cardinals are overall in a late-season slump, as this ESPN source says. But but the Cowboys, in their case, they can't worry about the about what Arizona's doing. they got to worry about themselves because anything can happen in this game. All right? So that brings me to the keys to victory. Key to victory number one, defense must maintain its momentum. Last week, the Cowboys forced multiple turnovers. Had a pick six to Marcus Lawrence. Had, had the pick six. Okay. They had no, no, multiple sacks. Okay. And they were forcing stops. 
So key to victory in order for the defense to maintain its momentum. They have to sack Kyler Murray. They got to force some turnovers. They got to force some stops. Okay? And that they got to keep... They got to contain the likes of Murray. They got to prevent him from running around the place and, or completing his passes. That means that I would imagine Trayvon Diggs is, is going to be squared, uh, squaring off with Christian Kirk. You know, we still have to worry about Zach Ertz. And, you know, the Cowboys know Zach Ertz very well because they played against him for so many years during his days in Philadelphia. You know, Chase Edmonds is going to be in the backfield along with, uh, I, I'd imagine, uh, James Conner is certainly going to be back. We've got to worry, also, worry about A.J. Green as well. We don't have to worry about DeAndre Hopkins nor nor JJ Watt, but that doesn't matter. You know, in the secondary, Arizona has Buda Baker. Okay, so the Cardinals are a loaded team, but I didn't want to get too far. You know, stick on the Cardinals offense right now, but right now we got the defense, Cowboys defense. You know, to maintain the momentum, you know, got to contain Christian Kirk, got to contain Chase Edmonds, got to contain James Conner, AJ Green, Zach Ertz. You know, Max Williams, the tight end as well. Rondale Moore. You know, and of course, you know, above all else is uh, Kyler Murray. So again, key to victory number one. Play effectiveness on defense. You know, like I said, you know, maintain the momentum. So that means the defense needs to be effective. Make some stops. Sack the quarterback. Force turnovers. And really important, n avoid penalties. <laughs> avoid penalties. Alright, key to victory number two. Offense needs to be explosive. Dak Prescott needs to continue doing what he did against the Washington football team. Connect the passes. Be consistent. Okay, complete the passes deep. Connect well with Amari Cooper. Connect well with CeeDee Lamb. Connect well with anybody out there. Whether it's Malik Turner, you know... Whether it's Dalton Schultz, whether it's Noah Brown, who, uh, by the way, uh, they said that he would be designated for return, I think, this week, but it's, but it's not entirely sure. But you know, connect with Michael Gallup. You know, connect with you know everybody that everybody that can get open. Okay. It's, uh, you know, it's far, so that's, that's the offense. So Dak Pres so the offense needs to be effective. So that Dak Prescott in the passing game needs to do, needs to do its part, but the running game needs to come alive. I mean, the running game is still struggling. I mean, Zeke Elliott did, you know, have, have a good game against the, the Washington football team. You know, sco scored uh, on the run and scored on the, on a pass. But the running game is still dead. So we're going to need the best from Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. It's actually believed that Tyron Smith could actually come back this week. Although nothing has been confirmed. But as far as, far as I know, you know... With, with Tyron Smith's back, you know, if Tyron Smith is back or not, you know, for me, I was worried, you know, for me, I always say, well, let's see how long he can last because Tyron Smith is, is very, you know, injury prone. You know, a couple of uh, facts about this game, you know, when I mentioned that the Cowboys defense have to deal with Christian Kirk, you know, Christian Kirk, you know, has multiple touchdowns against the Cowboys. I believe that was last season. I think last season he had about almost 100 receiving yards. Okay, I mean, he, he torched the Cowboys defense for sure. I mean, you know, the Cowboys defense uh, the, the, is, is ranked 23rd. So, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, you know, Murray and Kirk, you know, certainly can uh, wreak havoc. You know, the Cardinals run 54.1% 50, of the plays according to Sports Illustrated. 
uh, excuse me, the Cardinals have run 54.1% of passing plays and about 46% rushing plays. And their offense is 10th in the league in scoring. So, like I said, we're going to have our hands full. And Christian Kirk will certainly be uh, a major threat, so our defense has to be ready for anything. So, keys victory, the keys to victory so far said defense maintain its momentum. Offense needs to be effective. Okay. Number three, special teams should do its best. Best Special teams has actually had something huge last week. You know, another pump block, you know, which we scored a touchdown off of. Seems like the Cowboys special teams has really been special this year overall. So, special teams must ma maintain its composure and continue to do its job. So, that's number three. Number four, the Cowboys must be well-balanced overall as a team. That means the offense needs to excel. The defense needs to excel. The special teams needs to excel. Okay? We're going to need the best from Dak Prescott. We're going to need the best from Amari Cooper, from C.D. Lamb, Demarcus Lawrence, Trayvon Diggs, Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard, Gallup, Gregory, Van Der Esch, everybody. Everybody that's going to be on that field is going to have to do their job. Okay? They win, they lose as a team. The Cowboys can't afford a loss. Because if the Cowboys lose, and the Rams and the Buccaneers win their games, the Cowboys drop to the number four seed. Okay, and that's and that and that does matter because you know it would matter because you know who we play in the playoffs. Last I checked, right now it looks like we could play the Eagles in the first round. Okay, we can't drop down and then you know be forced to play a major team in the first round. Okay, we can't let the, let the season go to waste. So the Cowboys are eleven and four, and they got to improve for twelve and four. Okay. The Cowboys, you know, being 11-4, and four, that's the most the Cow most games the Cowboys have won since 2016. In 2016, the Cowboys finished 13-3, and three, had the first round bye, and then we, we suffered the, an another heartbreaking loss to none other than Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, okay? Right now, it, it kind of looks like if we Cowboys make it past the first round, then, then we'll definitely have a... We'll, the, the Cowboys will definitely take a trip up to Green Bay to play to once again play the Packers in Lambeau Field. Which will certainly be interesting, but at the same time, it'll, it'll certainly be stressful because Aaron Rodgers has a history of humiliating the Cowboys, and and no doubt, if we have to play him again, he's going to set his sights to do it once again. I mean, we don't know how much longer Aaron Rodgers has in his career, but he would love nothing more than to be three and zero against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Okay, but in our case, we would love we would love to finally return the favor. I mean, what's interesting now is that Mike McCarthy is is, is on our side now. Okay. But make no mistake, Matt LaFleur, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, is pretty darn good. I mean, ever since he arrived in Green Bay, he has wasted little time. He's been doing a fantastic job. You know, the Packers have already clinched the NFC North, which is no which is no surprise. And again, they're currently the number one seed in the NFC. And again, it would take a miracle for the Cowboys if because the Packers need to lose one of their next two games, and the Cowboys need to win out in order to maintain the number one seed in the playoffs. Okay, because if the Packers lose, the Cowboys have to continue to win because we still have to worry about the Rams and the Buccaneers. Okay, those are all teams that we could possibly meet in the playoffs. Okay, either way, in the Cowboys' case, ladies and gentlemen, it does not get any easier from here. Quite the contrary, it gets more difficult. So basically, you know, it's a, it really is another big test. Okay. And you, you know, um, 
watching this game, I'll be honest, you know, it's been a brutal week because, you know, earlier this week, um, John Mann, the legendary coach and uh, announcer, passed away. So, you know, I, I'm, I wouldn't, I'm pretty sure that, you know, all, both teams will certainly pay some respects. And, you know, there's actually been some news for the Cowboys this week. You know, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars requested to interview Dan Quinn as well as Kellen Moore. And then actually, and then yesterday, uh, Adam Schefter uh, actually uh, tweeted that that Dan Quinn actually uh, de- declined declined the opportunity to interview, like, which means Dan Quinn has absolutely no interest in the job whatsoever. You know, Dan Quinn is happy so far with the Cowboys, and I think he's at, he's at a good place right now, so he should stay with the Cowboys. As far as Kellen Moore goes, there's been, there's been nothing on there's been nothing on him, although. I really honestly believe that if Jason Garrett was hired as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, then and only then I would certainly expect uh, Keller Moore to resign and, and then go join Jason Garrett in Jacksonville. So, yeah. I mean, in my case, everybody's probably wondering, you know, I, I would love I would love for Keller Moore to leave. I'm like, look, unless Keller Moore can snap out of it and then call the place correctly and then, you know, and, and then abandon the, uh, the Jason Garrett cons- old-school conservative play style calling, then... Until then, you know, it, it's going to be really hard to trust trust Kellen Moore, and, and, and that, that's all i got to say about that. So. so this Sunday, big game. Big game. The Cowboys are actually favored, I think, by, I would say, probably, I think, five or six points. Okay. You know, no doubt about it. You know, you know I, I should have mentioned, you know, the Cardinals. You know, the Cowboys are known for having major problems with the Cardinals because in the last ten years or so, it's usually the Cardinals that actually beat the Cowboys. I mean, looking at when we lost to the Cardinals, you know, it was in 2014, 2011, 2010, 2008. You know, we did beat them in 2017, but, you know, that, that's because the Cardinals were missing several players from that game. But bottom line is the Cardinals are known for creating problems for the Cowboys, but this week the Cowboys need to create the problems for the Cardinals, and the Cowboys need to take advantage and win the game, which is certainly possible. I say the Cowboys take care of business. Cowboys improve to 12-4. And, and, we're, and we're one step closer to finishing out the regular season in stride to get ready for the playoffs. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for joining me this evening. And I will see you all next time. Happy New Year, everybody.